Praise the Lord, saints. Yeah, well, I'm in the right place today. Did you just feel like God spoke when he read? <laughs> it's going to take me a second to get myself back together. Thank you, brother. Whew. As uh, many of you are aware, we've been on a seminary-wide journey this year through the means of grace. And if you've not been tracking with us so far, I would invite you to join that journey uh, now. September was around community and DNA groups, and October was dedicated to prayer. And we come into the month of November looking at Scripture as the Word of God as a means of grace. We are committed to reading through the book of Ephesians together this month, and uh, it's a short book. Only six chapters. It's a very powerful book. And as I was preparing and asking God, what would he want for his people today? We get to a place where things can go very, very well. And if we aren't on our alert, if we aren't on the watch before we know it, we find ourselves in spiritual warfare. And today I want to share with you out of the book of Ephesians chapter 6, and I want us to think about the word stand. I want to encourage us that no matter what you might face, no matter the difficulty, God's word is encouraging us today to stand. As you come to the end of uh, a semester, as you come to the end of seminary, it can get tough when you get to the end of a semester. Many of you have jobs and families, and uh, you're sitting here on a Friday. Some of you are even wondering, what are you going to preach on Sunday? You've flown in for class this week. You have books to read. You have papers to write, and maybe even all other manner of things going on in your life. And I want to remind us today that we've been equipped and prepared to fight the good fight of faith. He's been preparing you. He's been equipping you for the assignment that he's put on your life. You know, Paul struggled. This Christian life is not necessarily a life of ease. In 2 Corinthians 6 through uh, chapter 6, verses 4 through 10, Paul starts to name some things. He said, I've endured trouble, hardships, distresses, beatings, imprisonment, riots, hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger. Isn't that an invitation to join the Christian journey? Paul had trouble, and we will too. Yet in spite of the conflicts and his difficulties, Paul remained obedient to God. He didn't give up. He kept the faith. And Paul was not afraid. That's what I love about Paul. We also see Paul writing in Corinthians that the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We don't fight like the world. We are not powerless. When we get discouraged, God is encouraging us to a different place. Our lives may not be a place of ease and comfort, 
but he's already equipped us to fight. And all we have to do is stand. If you notice in our text today, four times in five verses, Paul tells us to stand. Standing's the opposite of falling. You don't sit down to stand. It doesn't mean run away. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I don't know what to do, so I'm giving up. Standing is the opposite of giving up. It means to be firm, to endure, to continue and to persist when you want to give up. Pause. Teaching us in our text today what to do with spiritual warfare. And I hope you're listening. God is telling us that we're in a season, we're in a time where the enemy is going to want to come and take you off your footing. Yet our text calls us to stand. Y'all missed a good place to shout. <laughs> Let's look at a, a few ways this morning that Paul, or this afternoon, Paul encourages us to stand. I love this. First in the text, he says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. In other words, when we are facing difficulties, and we will face them, we draw our strength from God, and we're empowered through the power of the Holy Spirit. These words remind me of what our Lord spoke to Joshua. He said, be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. We know that our strength is not a natural strength. It is a supernatural strength that comes from the Lord. It's not human strength, but it's a divine power. Paul's already shared that with us in Ephesians 1.19. Let's read the book together this month. He says, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that, be, that can be given, not only in this age, but in the age to come. My brothers and sisters, we aren't scared of cat Christians. Our God lives in the heavenlies, he already has dominion and power. Again, in Ephesians 3.16, Paul prays that we might be strengthened with the power of the Spirit in our inner being. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Y'all ought to shout on that for sure. That's a good, that's good news. That's good news when you're tired, when you're worn out, and when you're discouraged. It's good news that the battle's been fought. The victory's been won. I love it when Paul reminds us again in the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, he says, And now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works where within us who needs that kind of power today 
You ought to tap into it. You've got to put this armor on. It's, it's there, but you have to tap into it. And that is your reasonable service, tapping into Jesus. We're not standing by our own best spiritual effort. We stand because we're strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Next, we stand because we've been given the full armor of God. Think about that. It's not my armor. It's not your armor. It's God's armor. And who is going to stand against God's armor? We're not, we're not scared of cat Christians, but we have to put the armor on. We put on the full armor of God. We take our stand against the devil's schemes. He's scheming on you, but you ought to know his trickery. Don't get caught short. Paul describes the full armor of God as truth and righteousness and the gospel and faith and salvation and the word of God. And I submit to you that this is our journey through the means of grace. This is God's armor. He has equipped us. He's preparing us to stand. Listen, when we put ourselves in God's presence on a daily basis, it is the means of grace for our growth and for our trans transformation. You know, when you get busy, maybe this doesn't happen to you all, but the first thing that we give up is what? Our time with God. Anybody, anybody else do that in here? Tell the truth and you'll get some help. <laughs> you better ask God to help you today. <laughs> but, and I, I want to challenge us you know, when things are going well, when things are easy, it's easy to give up that time. But when we talk about standing for spiritual warfare, it's being in God's presence day after day after day and getting up morning after morning and going to a place of deep union with Jesus Christ. That's how we take our stand against the enemy's schemes. Do not give up your time with God, no matter how busy you are. Satan in all his strength was not able to defeat Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And when we're fully armored, we will not be defeated either. Listen to me. Don't get caught by his deception. Watch out for his ways of temptation that try to manifest in your life and in the life of community. Listen, when you're tired, when our energy begins to wane, when you're burning the candle at both ends, don't get caught by temptation. If the devil has to get in your vest, in your chest, before you realize it's the enemy, you are too far from God. Hear me today. Stop allowing the enemy to put things in your mind. Stop allowing the enemy to put things in your heart. Don't allow him to tell you you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, that you can't do this, that it's too hard. I declare and decree to you God has called you. He's appointed you. He's anointed you for the assignment that he has given you. 
Continue in your place with God and stand. Cry out to him. Ask him for strength to strengthen you in your inner person. Do not give in to the enemy's schemes. We know who he is. Tell the truth to the enemy, just like Jesus did in the wilderness. Tell him who you are in Christ. Tell him you're loved, you're redeemed, you're justified. Oh, come on, walls. (laughs) Sanctified lights that we're going to a place. Talk to the enemy. Give him the word of God. And don't just stand by yourself. Stand in community. You know, the enemy will come at you after you when you're isolated. Don't you let him catch you by yourself. Get in a good old DNA group. Get some prayer warriors around you who know how to encourage you and how to help you move forward. Are there, are there any warriors in the room today? Then meet, meet up with some of these folks, if you're not one, and put on your clothes. Put on the full armor of God. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We have to realize there are two realms that we're working in. There is an earthly realm, but Paul's not talking about that. He's not talking about our earthly eyes. He's talking about our spiritual eyes, the eyes that the Holy Spirit gives us that allows us to see things that we don't know anything about. You ought to throw your inkwell at the devil. (laughs) Tell him you're baptized to leave you alone, to go away. Speak to him. Here's the point. When we're in Christ, we are invited into the supernatural. You don't have to live like a defeated Christian. We're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Lord. God has equipped us to fight. It's not my fight. The battle's not mine. I wish somebody knew the scripture. It's the Lord's. We identify with Jesus. We take on his characteristics. We know that we're his. We're working in his purposes and in his plan. And we have everything that we need to win this battle because God's already given us the victory. Stop leading defeated lives. Get up. Spend time with God and take a stand. Lastly, Paul tells us that the day of evil will come. It's not if it comes. It's not maybe it'll come. It will come. And what are you going to do when it comes your way? We stand because Jesus has already defeated principalities and powers. Colossians 2, 15 through 16 already tells us Satan is a defeated foe. The word tells us, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphant over them by the cross. The devil's been defeated. He has no power in your life. So Paul continues to write, 
Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, what will you do? Stand. We stand firm in our place, fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. Don't you remember Paul writing, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for your labor is not in vain. Dr. Tennant talked about throwing an inkwell, and I'm going to end on this note. I grew up in Lexington in a relatively conservative Baptist church, and we used to have communion once a quarter. And before the time of uh, communion, they'd have testimony service. Anybody here know anything about testimony service? And I remember as a young girl that the old saints would stand up. And what I would hear them say is, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. I didn't know what they were talking about. I thought, what could that possibly mean? And as I've grown older and as I grew older into an older adult, I thought, why would these women who have faced such trials, they worked in other people's homes, they took care of other people's children, they did other people's laundry, and they'd come home and have to do the same. Why are they standing up talking about, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now? Those women knew how to stand. They had an experience with God. They had an a formative encounter with God that kept them walking on their journey. Dr. Tennant likes to say that he, Martin Luther threw an inkwell and dip in and remind the enemy that you're baptized. I want to tell you today, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Beloved of God, the word to us today is to stand, to be encouraged and not to give up. There are 12,000 alumni who have gone before you. God has already shown us the pathway. And by standing strong in the Lord and his mighty power and putting on the full armor of God, after we've done all we know to do, we will stand. Amen. God bless you.